Hey listeners, welcome to Seize the Day. I'm Lisa Campbell and I'm here with most of the Seize the Day team. Well, we've made it through our first semester of podcasting. We've published eight episodes in three different series. We've created a website to support our podcast with additional relevant content. We've tweeted almost daily and we've cracked 200 Twitter followers. So we are feeling pretty good. Today, we're going to take a few minutes to reflect on our work to date and update listeners on our plans for the podcast. First things first, though, let's introduce the new kids. Since we launched in August, Brendan Gertz and Nora Ives have joined our team. Do you two want to say something about yourselves and your interests in podcasting? Sure, I'll start. Like Lisa said, my name is Brandon, and I am a second-year master's student here at the Duke University Marine Lab in Beaufort, North Carolina, where Seize the Day is produced. I got involved with our podcasts early this fall when Lisa mentioned that there were opportunities for master's students at the lab to help out. My personal interest is in the social science of the ocean. How do you take on a topic as broad as the sea, including everything from coastal fishery rules to microbes on the seafloor, and connect those to people's lives in a real meaningful way? I've spent time acting on stage and giving presentations in aquariums, but I'd never been part of a podcast before, so I was really excited to get involved with Seize the Day. And so far, I've had a great time here digging into those big science communication questions. Can't wait to dive into those big science communication questions with you, Brandon. I'm Nora, and I'm a first-year master's student at Duke University. Similar to Brandon, I have a background in theater and education, although I've mostly worked as a theater director, and I gave my presentations from the bow of a catamaran in the channel between Maui and Lanai while working as a marine naturalist. I'm super interested in using storytelling to inform stakeholders about ocean conservation And by stakeholders, I really mean, well, everyone. Every human on earth needs the ocean for over half the oxygen we breathe. And it's home to some of the most untouched ecosystems left. So like Brandon said, how do we best connect people to oceans? And how do we use communication to best protect those indispensable ecosystems that we need to survive? Can I just say we are so excited to have you both. And I think it's really interesting that we've attracted people who have theater backgrounds. Not only is that going to be useful to us, I think it speaks to the art side of science communication. Anyway, let's hear from the others. I'm really interested to know what we've enjoyed the most or maybe even what's been most satisfying. Steph, do you want to go first? Sure. I'm Stephanie Hillsgrove. I'm the assistant to the director and communications and development coordinator at the Duke University Marine Lab in Beaufort, North Carolina. I think what's been cool is that at the start, we didn't necessarily delegate tasks. But interesting enough, we all sort of fell into a role that we really enjoy. And my role on the team has been primarily social media, specifically managing our Twitter and Instagram accounts. And I'll take this opportunity to say that if you'd like to follow us on social media, we're at Seize the Day Pod. When we launched our first episode at the end of August, I think we all collectively held our breaths, feeling a bit unsure about how things would go, and let's just say our Marine Lab community came through for us. Faculty, staff, students, friends immediately started listening to the podcast and following us on social media. Our community has been so supportive. And then the podcast took off, and now we have over 200 followers on Twitter, over 150 followers on Instagram from current Duke students, alumni, other groups and organizations at Duke, as well as other institutions and many, many more. We're very grateful. Thank you. 
I really enjoyed posting about the different series as well as the individual episodes on social media and always love to see the comments, the retweets, the mentions. It's great. Janelle couldn't join us today, but she's also been great about tweeting through the library's Twitter account. I agree. Um, it's half a level here, by the way. I'm a PhD student at the lab. But yeah, it's very satisfying to see all the social media activity. For me, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes when we're publishing two episodes a month. And this has been a great learning experience. It's also really exciting when we have evidence that it's not just our friends and family listening. I was invited by the Coastal Society to talk about our podcast. We were featured in the Duke Magazine and the Cataract County News Times, and also wrote a more personal piece for Upwelling, a publication by the Nicholas Schools Ocean Policy Working Group. It's great to see all of our work getting attention. Personally, I'm really happy with our Whale Pod series, and not just because it's the one that I edit. WhalePod episodes are hosted by Dr. Rennie Tyson Moore and are created by the students in her marine mammal course. What I think is great about that is how it expands the number of people generating content, which increases not just the topics we have available, but also the diversity of perspectives on Seize the Day. So far, we've had episodes on dolphins in Taiwan, killer whales in the Pacific Northwest, and the impact of sound on marine mammals all around the world. Those three episodes represent the work of eight authors and nine expert interviewees. I've been very impressed with the scope of it all and the insight that that scope makes possible. Yeah, that's a really great point, Brandon, and I hadn't thought about it that way. You know, for our lack of experience as podcast producers, I've been pleasantly surprised at how things sometimes just come together serendipitously. So for example, you guys will remember we scheduled episode four on ocean plastics without knowing that an ocean plastics expert, Jenna Jambeck, who was referenced multiple times in that podcast, would be our guest speaker at the Marine Lab the following week. And then one of our graduate students, Zoe Diana, was presenting in a United Nations Environment Program webinar on the topic of single-use plastics the week after that. It really highlighted for me how the podcast and our website can reflect and really amplify some of the interesting work that we're doing here. As the newest team member, I haven't officially worked on anything yet, but I can't wait to dive in. And I'm also very excited to collaborate with Allie Jennings. Oh, that's right. Allie will be here next semester. Should we call him? Yeah, let's do it. Hello. Hi, Allie, it's Lisa. We're just recording Seize a Day and talking about what we're looking forward to next. And your name came up. Would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. Hi, my name's Ali. I'm from London in the UK. You can probably tell. Uh, and I'm coming to the Marine Lab next spring as a science communicator. So over the last few years, I've been making videos and podcasts explaining science, sometimes for news organizations, sometimes on TV. And I basically want to do the same thing at Duke. And what are you looking forward to during your time at the Marine Lab? I think the Marine Lab's a really interesting place. It's a top-tier academic institute, but instead of being squirreled away in a university campus, it's embedded in the local community. So I'm super excited to get out there with my little handheld recording microphone and just talk to people around. You know, students, professors, fishermen, farmers, hotel owners, just to understand what makes everything tick. And hopefully, there will be some interesting stories out there that I'll be able to turn into something 
podcastable. And I also want to help as many people as possible from the Marine Lab get producing pieces for Seize the Day. Lots and lots of different voices. There are so many stories about science and the sea in this place. I just want to help people share them. Thanks, Allie. We'll see you here in March. Let's talk a little bit about what's coming up on Seize the Day. As host of PhD, I'm working on an episode about international students studying the U.S., As an international student myself, I think I'll be both host and guest on this one. We'll have three new episodes from the Conservation and Development series, and all of them are about tourism. We figure no one will be traveling very far this winter, but we'll take the time and opportunity to think about travel instead. Also coming up, our second set of three episodes in the Whale Pod series. In those, we'll be tackling subjects like threats to North Atlantic right whales, the past and future of the northern fur seal, and maybe even an inside scoop on the last-ditch effort to save the Bakita porpoise in the Gulf of California. But first, we're going to take a little break for the next couple of weeks. You'll see us a bit on Twitter and Instagram, but we won't have a new episode for you until the new year. Mark your calendar. We'll be releasing our next episode, episode 10, on Wednesday, January 20th. In the meantime, if you're looking for good ocean podcasts while we're on break, check out Speak Up for Blue or the Ocean Governance Podcast. Thank you to all of our listeners. We hope you enjoy some downtime over the holidays and we'll be back in the new year. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Seize the Day Pod and tell us what your favorite episodes were, what you liked the most about Seize the Day, what you would like to see us do in the future. We'd love to hear from you. Today's podcast was written by the Sea of the Day team and edited by me, Hafa Lobo. Our theme music was written and recorded by Joe Morton. For more information, you can visit our website at sites.nicholas.duke.edu slash seize the day. Happy holidays! <laughs>